in a lot of my spare time, I try to go jogging. That's kind of the thing that just gives me energy in life. I know people think you're crazy, Jay, for jogging, but I love jogging. Um, and a lot of times I'll go out on these different trails and different places, especially in California, that were amazing. And the views were amazing, breathtaking, and the experience was just awesome as well. But what I noticed is that when I went alone, it wasn't really much fun. But when I started inviting other people is when I really had a blast. And that's kind of how the faith journey is. Our mission and God's mission to declare and demonstrate God's glory throughout the world. It's not much fun alone. But when you invite someone in that process, a discipleship relationship, um, or when you become part of someone else's discipleship relationship, it makes it an awesome opportunity. We're going to talk about relationships today. This is week six. We're six weeks into our 10-week series, and um, I just want to share with you a verse really quickly from Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 through 25. And let us be concerned about one another in order to promote love and good works, not staying away from our worship meetings, as some habitually do, but encouraging each other and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Relationships are essential in any discipleship process. And there's a couple different reasons why relationships uh, matter in your life's mission. First, relationships are just a great source of joy. I just um, heard from our folks that went to Appalachian Trail, Damascus last weekend, and, and they were, <laughs> just to be completely open and honest, they were beat up like they were tired these folks worked hard but even through their exhaust exhaustion there was a sense of joy there because they had served together there was a sense of encouragement even though we have these different trials in life um, having someone else in relationship with us in Christ is a source of encouragement for us when we're down uh, another reason why relationships are important is because it challenges us I think a couple weeks ago we talked about inviting someone into your life to speak those hard truths to help you grow. And speaking of growth, that is another reason why relationships are important. We know that iron sharpens iron. I can tell you right now, don't expect to grow in your faith walk if you're trying to do it alone. It just ain't going to happen. Um, it's also a source of support to have relationships, right? Life is hard and we need someone to just really support us as we're going through those situations. There are times where we face things that are so hard and difficult it's going to be probably not even likely that we will get up from that circumstance, but we just need someone there to help us persevere through that circumstance. That's support. Consider um, these different benefits that we've talked about, right? And has there ever been a person in your life that has brought you great joy? Has there ever been someone that you can think of that was supportive or that have pushed you to grow, right? And so relationships are important and we know that the opposite is um, true as well lack of relationship lack of mission gives you a lack of purpose and we've seen that in solitary confinement it's been studied well we know that it's a source of torture and that folks that are in solitary confinement have no relationships because they're cut off and they're in prison so they basically have no mission these people are in really hopeless situations and so relationships in a discipleship journey relationship in God's mission is critical. And so there are three different types of relationships we're going to talk about really quickly. Really, there's four, but the first three are people, individual relationships. The first one is you need to be in a relationship with someone who has walked 
the path before you. I like looking at these different documentaries that come on YouTube and stuff like that, and I get lost in the sauce sometimes. But one of them that was really interesting is about ships, cruise ships, and how they get in and out of like small ports. These huge ginormous cruise ships and like how they get into like Ocho's Frios, which is like this itty bitty little port in Jamaica, or how they nav navigate the waters of Miami when they're trying to port these huge cruise ships. And one of the ways that they do it is by hiring these local, and I don't want to call them like escorts, but they're basically um, like tugboats that people are driving that are locals and they understand those ports and the waters and where the depths are. And basically they can show these huge cruise ships how to get through these um, these ports safely. Without those local escorts, there's no way that they will be able to do it because they would need to know from someone who has gone before them the safe journey. And in Christianity, we need someone who has gone before us to help us navigate these waters. Titus 2, 1 and 2 talks a lot about that. Hebrews 12, 1 says we have such a great crowd of wit cloud, excuse me, of witnesses to help us run with endurance the race that lies before us. You need someone who can show you how to get through those difficult situations. Someone who's been walking with the Lord longer than you, who's got a um, just a deeper level of spiritual maturity. Secondly, you need someone who will walk with you. This is someone who's relatively in the same place spiritually as you. This person will be there really in terms of like support and encouragement, right? Um, Ephesians 4, 9 and 10 says that, Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their efforts. For if either falls, his companion can lift him up. But pity the one who falls without another to lift him up, right? Um, you need someone that's right there with you. And, and a lot of times we may not necessarily know who that person is. But, um, you know, I, I could tell you right now that I've got at least 10 guys in my life who I feel are at the same kind of spiritual level of me um, and that sounds very kind of uh, who are there in terms of spiritually mature we, we deal with the same things and a lot of it is people who are in the same age and stage of life as you and so these guys have young families they recently graduated seminary or whatever maybe they've just started out in their ministry so anyhow uh, lastly you need someone that you can show the way it is essential for you not only to be showed the way but for you to show someone else the way discipleship is a ongoing cycles here at our church we make disciples that make disciples that is our mission and if you are just in the receiving end of discipleship i would encourage you find someone that you can show the way now if you've been walking with the lord for two days there's somebody that just got saved today or maybe somebody's going to get saved yesterday or tomorrow that you can show the path, right? We need others who have been walking with the Lord to show others. So find someone out there that you can show the way. This is essential not only to their spiritual vitality, but also to your spiritual vitality. And I would jump out on the ledge uh, and say, if you have not shown someone else or discipled someone else, then you therefore are lacking in your spiritual growth and probably are still under someone else's tutelage or discipleship if you've humbled yourself to that place. It's important that we not only have someone showing us, that we not only have someone walking with us, but that we're actively seeking ways to show people the way. And how do you find these relationships? The fourth essential relationship 
is that the role of the church in this process, right? God's designed the church to be his mission in the world or his local carrying out of that mission, right? It provides a natural context for relationships to form. And the church should be the first place that you look for when it comes for people helping you to walk in your mission on God. It should not be TikTok. It should not be YouTube. And it definitely should not be Twitter. It should be the church. And I don't want to get on a soapbox here, but I'm telling you right now, there are a lot of folks who are out there in the metaverse or out there wherever they are not plugged into a church and they're seeking all these other entities and they're getting they're getting misguided they're getting bad information the church is god's local um, application or local experience for christian growth and we need that in the church so and relationships are difficult we're not saying that it's easy but it's essential to spiritual growth we're going to go ahead and do a quick activity and then jump into our discussion questions.